Blog Talk Radio. There it is. We are officially on the air, and we are talking divisional round matchups in the NFL playoffs. And kicked off yesterday on NFL Saturday, and um, is probably the only word that you can say if you are a Vikings fan, and um, and then probably WTF if you were a Ravens fan. So we've got Mike and Renard on the line with us. So good morning, guys. How are you? Good morning, peoples. Um, I'm still in shock. Um, I haven't figured out well, if it's okay to not be in shock, but I'm still in shock. Well, it's just a football well, game, wait. you know. The shot wait, wait. Are fired. No, no. no. Man, not only was shots fired, I think the second game, people thought this was going on in the second game. They really – something was, had a magical, a alienistic hold on Lamar Jackson, and they were not going truly, to just let him free. I'm just saying, it was like, I guarantee you that last night was like a twilight zone moment for the Baltimore Ravens. It was, it was, and we are going to get to them. It was definitely a twilight zone. We're going to get to them, but let's rewind it a little bit and take it back to the first game of yesterday, which was my beloved Minnesota Vikings went into San Francisco 49ers territory. Now, the Vikings have had a pretty lucky season. The season hasn't been horrible. Um, They showed some during the regular season, some great sparks of success. People got on the Kirk Cousins bandwagon. I did not get on that train, the bus, the boat, or anything of that nature. But I'm still a Vikings fan. That's all promise. Um, I can't get on the the train, the wagon, the boat, the bus, or anybody that doesn't work on Monday when we got Monday games. Prime time and, and Monday night football doesn't work with you. That's a part of you being a part of the organization. And I can't really ride with that. But, you know, I'll take whatever shots that people want to um, throw at me for being a Vikings fan and not riding with Kirk Cousins. Sorry. So I did it for y'all. So moving (laughs) right along from that, I also watched some things that were questionable in the regular season that I thought would become questionable in the postseason. So granted, we beat the Saints in the wild card game. It was a fun game. I Both teams played hard. I do know that that is still karma circulating from Bounty Gate, but it was a good game. I still question a lot of the plays. I don't question Kirk Cousins' arm. I question Kirk Cousins' accuracy, Stefanski's play calling, and Mike Zimmer's defensive adjustment. Big on adjusting all three of those. Kurt has a very good arm. When Kurt launches the ball, it is actually a beautiful thing to see, be it in person or just from your living room couch, your favorite sports bar. Okay. All right. I am going to war with something in the background of somewhere. It sounds like there's a dishes fight somewhere. Is there a dishes fight somewhere? No. Anywhere? 
I have no idea what that is. I don't either. Because I'm not moving around at all. I'm not even there. It's all like pots and pans. <laughs> it does. It's like, am I fighting with pots and pans? somebody. I'm like, who's cooking, man? Like, what's going on? Straight up. Renard, you can't hear it? No, I can't hear what y'all talking about. The, the funny thing is I'm about to cook, but I haven't even gone in the kitchen yet. Like, it's wow. so weird. It really does sound like that. It's so crazy. It, is anyone else here with us? Does somebody want to put their two cents in? But anyhow, so going forward, um, they went up against Jimmy Garoppolo and the 49ers, who have, they haven't had the hardest season. And when they came up against people that had their number, the people really had their number. Like, they didn't leave them undefeated. The Seahawks weren't going to go away. So they've had to really play through some things and a couple key injuries. But the difference is, even though this is Garoppolo's first playoff game, the play calling, the confidence, and the discipline coming out of that organization is a wee bit better than what we're working with over here in Minnesota. And I kind of do hate to say it, so let me go ahead and um, take a deep breath because I know that this isn't going to go over well. But I think it's time for a coaching change. And I know so things are not- <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I, I know. But I do. Um, only because Stefanski's been with Stefanski's been with the, the, the team for a while. He is now the he, he's calling those O C plays. I don't think he I don't I won't say that he's a bad O C. Y'all need a quarterback whisperer for um Kirk Cousins. He's paid him the money. It's obvious that he's going to have to be our quarterback until there is any type of option to be exercised for him to move on, whatever needs to be paid, bought out, or whatever. And that definitely won't be even be next season. So y'all might want to see what Adam Gase is doing. I, and I'm not being funny. Saying, you know. I, I don't think he's busy right now. <laughs> it's y'all. Not busy at all. <laughs> I don't I, I'm just. He seems to have time on his hands yeah. to help you all out. Just cut him a check. But I, I, I'm gonna put a different name out there. I'm gonna put a different name out there. Actually, I can't put the name out there because I forgot the name out there. Oh man, oh, he was well, the that, that. <laughs> I, I, I can describe him, and you're gonna be shocked at who I'm gonna describe. Former, former, former Lions head coach. Like, that was a brain. <laughs> which, which, wait, which one? <laughs> which former Lions I always, always, the one I always said that was uh, didn't have his team discipline. He also was, yes, Caldwell. Caldwell? Yes, no. that's the name I want to I'd rather Adam Gates. She said I'd rather Adam Gates. <laughs> rather Adam Gates. <laughs> no, I, I would. I would. Um. He is a proven quarterback whisperer. I will challenge that only because With. everybody gives Gase. I, Gase, I won't say that Gase is not the quarterback whisperer, but I will say that until Caldwell got to Indianapolis, Peyton Manning didn't look so hot. Once Peyton and Caldwell got to Indianapolis, that's when Peyton Manning gameplay in the fourth season went on an uptick. 
I give Peyton a lot of people give Adam Gates credit for his time in Denver, and then obviously they give him credit for his time in Chicago with Jay Cutler. But by the time he was playing, he was in Denver with Peyton Manning. Well, Peyton Manning was already the, the legend of Peyton Manning existed. Caldwell created the legend of Peyton Manning. That's what I would say. Right. How old is that man? Okay. So right about exactly. now. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Right about oh, now. Minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I What's this exactly? I don't get that. What's, explain that one to me. What's this exactly? For me, the, the pace, the pace of the game, the few changes of the game, and and I think. I think I think I think Jim Caldwell would be absolutely great working with him in the off season. And I think he would make a great part of the staff, but if I had to put somebody in there to make sure that Kirk Cousins was doing where Kirk Cousins what Kirk Cousins was supposed to do, I would definitely put Adam Gates in that spot. Me. But I would not not put Jim Caldwell in there if he was an option because of everything that you just said and what he was able to do and continue to accelerate and bring out of Peyton. Heck, I I thought he looked I he's one of the reasons that Matt Stafford looks as good as he does. So I, I can't even front or, or go against that at all. No, so he has both to... of those are our both of those are, are honestly good suggestions. I just know that, you know, while we know Jim isn't busy, we definitely know, definitely wholeheartedly know Adam isn't. Sorry, Adam. Didn't mean to say it like that, but you know. <laughs> we know he's so not with doing that, that right now, buddy. I'm with good. that being said, I also do want to touch on the fact that I know the world loves Mike Zimmer. Mike Zimmer's a great man, a fun coach. But sometimes when your number is up, it's just up. And that's where I think we've gotten to with him and the Vikings. He is great at getting a team there, but they don't finish. You have to finish. They always get to a certain point. Well, we don't want to continue to get to a certain point. We want to get beyond it, and these very big games we haven't been ready for in a couple of seasons. We 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 get there on a whim. Some call it luck, few good plays. The defense is a really strong quality defense and we have a scoring defense, which is something that most teams don't have and you don't see as often anymore. Yet we can't seem to pull it all together to get past the big prime time games. And so when you look at Tennessee when I tell people that chemistry, and we're, we're going to adopt the word discipline from now on, there you go, Bernard. There you go. You you, you won that battle, so we're going to keep the word discipline <laughs> flowing when it comes to us. So that is going to be so you can sit back and crack a beer open because we we kept it for you. But when it came to when it comes to this, what's shocking everybody is the discipline. And the um, the chemistry that Tennessee is playing with, nobody paid attention to the fact that they've honestly had that all season and it just continued to grow. 
I watched that when the Bears had a great season. I've seen that. Um, I definitely get to see it when the Patriots have a good season. I know that's why Seattle walked into the playoffs, uh, into the Super Bowl in 2013, which was 2014 from the 2013 season, and shocked the world. That makes a huge difference when you can contain your team and they play like that. We got to get there as 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 Minnesota Vikings team, we don't have terrible discipline, and we've got to create chemistry, but it gets broken when the plays aren't consistent, and I don't understand why the plays aren't consistent. Take yesterday, for example, several drives I watched the 49ers straight run the ball up the middle, and you're telling me that you are putting some of your biggest, most powerful defenders on the ends. I was so happy when Eric Kendricks figured it out, like, okay, they either run up the middle or throw up the middle, and I'm going to stand right here. I don't even think he was supposed to be there when he got that pick, but he was like, <laughs> I figured it out. Garoppolo only true. wants the middle, he, be it yeah, run up the middle or pass, right, be it either way. So I'm just going to stand here. Oh, here comes the ball. I'm going to take that. We're going the other way. And I didn't understand what was taking so long to make the change and adjustments to that. And every time he was saying, well, we're going to, after the, you know, the second half starts, and he's like, we're going to make adjustments. Um, so what? Right, because, because the adjustments should have been made early on. No, the adjustments should have been made early, early on. Like he said, I got what he was saying. We were going to switch a few things out after the they came back from the, the halftime break. But what did you switch out? Because they spent the entire second half basically running up the middle, passing up the middle. I don't – what did you do? What, what, what <laughs> did you just – did you just say that? You didn't mean it? Like, what happened? And that's kind of where I was with it, like, dude, like, okay, well, which middle were you talking about? Because clearly it's not this middle right here because they're steady. <laughs> Debo, Samuels, and we're coming up the middle, and they were, how in the world are they pushing your defenders that are like 300 pounds of muscle and it's two or three of them, and it's just Debo by Man. himself? Like, what? Uh, hold on, let's talk about Let's stop and pause. Let's stop and pause on such a great football name, Debo Samuel. We got to stop and pause and recognize such a great football name. That I is, thought that you is thought Colt McCoy was a great football no, name. No, no. I think Debo Samuel is the, is, is oh, the second like best football name. Football. You think it's the, like, yeah, like the, no, it's the Debo Samuel is kind of dope. That that is though. I can't. I still think. I still to this day think Colt McCoy, being that he's a gunslinger of a quarterback, that is the dopest football name. But I am not going to be so stupid to ignore how dope a football name that Debo Samuel is, and he and he's Deboing up the middle. That is such a. It, it is a combination of what we've come to know Debo to mean, and what he actually does <laughs> on the football field. So I got to stop and pause and recognize how great that is. And if we look at his name, it is entirely possible that that woman named her child after Devo. Excuse me. Well, I don't think, I mean, that's not his. Okay. I don't like how Ha Ha Clinton Dick's name, his name is in Ha Ha. 
But you know how that goes. That's that's one of them kind of situations. Regardless, <laughs> Debo Samuel is such a great name. It is. Okay, we can get back to the, the the football that is football. I just had to stop and pause at that level right there. Cool. Oh. But um, honestly, going forward, looking at the whole thing, when it came down to the Minnesota Vikings, I'm not going to say that they weren't ready because they did show, honestly, in the game that they had potential early on to be ready or get ready or had gotten ready. But the play calling, say, several things I will say, were just not stellar at all. Go ahead. I think certain players were ready. Like, I think Stephon Diggs was ready. I think I think the two biggest things that were were what they were, you already touched on them, the play calling and Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins. I'm going to say something about, before you go into Kirk Cousins, let me say something about this right now. And this has upset me with quite a few people when they – seems to have a double standard about uh, Stefan Diggs getting upset on the sideline and feel like oh, he's yeah. unruly <laughs> and he shouldn't do that. But help me understand how when Adam Thielen does this openly and has these public fits, he's still the golden child. I'm just going to put that out there. I don't like that. Everybody is an emotional game. People are going to be emotional some people go sit down and think about it because they know some of the things that may come out of their mouth may be detrimentally harmful and they may be getting their last check on Tuesday. And other people are a little vocal or a little emotional with it, and they're not necessarily being insulting. You don't know what's coming out of their mouth on the sidelines unless you're on the sidelines or you have some type of master's degree or reading with. Other than that, I even don't if you, like Even that. if you know what's coming out like of their that. mouth, you don't know what has been coming out of their mouth the whole game because that could be a culmination of a bunch of things. Yeah, I, I don't like that. So that that does bug me. But go ahead and talk about Kirk Cousins because we all want to hear that. I mean, there was one particular play that stands out to me, and a lot of people were talking about, oh, that was such a great ball to Stephon Diggs. No, that was Stephon Diggs adjusting to the football because he did not throw it where it should have been thrown. And there are times when it looks like he has an arm, but I question his arm because it almost looks like he has a great arm, and then after he makes a great throw, his arm is tired, and he can't make that throw again. Because that throw, because I have seen him throw a ball far, I know he can, but his arm was tired on that throw, and it was way underthrown. I don't think that was an accuracy situation. I just think he couldn't throw it that far. And well, you know, I also when, you get, when you get pounded and you know sacked and stuff like that, you kind of get up tired. Or oh, no, and I don't want to run all the way like eight yards back, like you. You know, you got like an Aaron you up, you, you wind up being tired. <laughs> so you know, I'm not even going to wind up with in the game. Wind up with an underthrown ball because you shouldn't have run eighty-five yards back. To try to throw this ball, all right. you all should right, so, release so, it. So, you knew what the play to, was. I was so, trying I mean, you know, to uh, blame it on. I was trying to blame it on uh, on his arm not being as good or as tired. Oh, now y'all just basically no. saying, "Wait a minute!" Now y'all just basically saying it's stupidity. He ran too far backwards. <laughs> hey <laughs> man, look, 
I mean, you, if you, you you watched the game yesterday, so you already know. They had so much pressure on him, he couldn't throw straight. You know, it wasn't like uh, he uh, had it wasn't like he had time to do do much of anything when he when he should have been bouncing outside the pocket, he dropped back. You know, the passes were short. They just had a long they had a long day, so yeah, he was tired, man. I'm pretty sure by the time he's tired. Uh, let me explain something to you that I'm not gonna accept right now. I'm not yeah. about to hear about any NFL quarterback on the team. Being tired. No. <laughs> <laughs> you, you can tell me. I'm not here for that. I am not uh, here for that. You can tell me something else, but that is not going to be what you're telling me. Oh, I hate you. No, he, was a bad, he had a bad year. What? what can you say? And, uh, and, and and he, streets, he can't even say he, he strings together too many bad days. And then when he strings these bad days together, and Adam Thielen and Dalvin Cook and Stefan Diggs, they make their adjustments. Rather than saying that his skilled players had great games, they put it on Kirk Cousins. Oh, Kirk, Kirk Cousins, Cousins is good now. Yeah, no. And I, don't, and I don't like that. I don't like that either. Right. Like, no, because like his, his, his receivers are one of them. Right. His receivers these are out there making him, making him look good. It's not like, you know, he's looking good on his own. You know, if you got to work and go get the ball every time you throw it, man, you don't want making him look good because the ball ain't where it's supposed to be. Most offensive offensive pass games are predicated on throwing to a spot. So if I'm if I'm running the route and not and I'm on my way to the spot and the ball behind me, that's your fault. If I got to turn around and go get it, and then got get yeah. again when I turn around, I'm getting caught and blown up. Because you didn't throw the ball where you're supposed to throw it. It's your fault if you throw the ball and and, and it's off me and I'm I'm right here and I can't catch it. Now, if it hit my hands, that's all me. <laughs> if it hits my hand, hits but, my body, that's all me. But as far as the ball there, getting there, yeah, man, that's all them. That's all the quarterback. And there, was, there were far too many plays that the receivers, and I'm including tight ends, wide outs, and running backs, was making adjustments, and people are talking about, look at how good he can be. No, look at how good they can make him look is a better way of putting that statement, and it gets Pretty on much. my nerves. Pretty much. Because they're, they're, not giving the, they're not giving the credit to the people who deserve it. Like, people on the end, you got you to gotta get a receiver the credit, man, if they're making you look good. I know curse like that. Thank you. I know Curse like thank you for catching that ball, dog. Shoot, it got away from me. He probably looking like man, look. <laughs> this ain't about you. This about me. I'm about so. to make us look good, <laughs> and, and I needed to stop. And I like what the certain players do on the field. They are out there trying the ball, regardless of what the QB one is doing. Because oh my goodness. As bad as the play calling was, the quarterback play was just as bad. Because well, even with the play calling. million, dollars, so I'm just saying. Right, right. Even with the play calling, even with the play calling, let's assume that Kirk Cousins hadn't been as bad. The play calling was not going to allow them to win. But even with the play calling, Kirk Cousins wasn't executing the plays that were being called. He just wasn't. No, he just he had a bad game. He had a bad he had yeah. a bad game at the worst time. 
<laughs> he has had a he has had a bad season in my opinion. The games that when, they won when, were in when, spite of him. I just I don't know. I this is a bandwagon that I can't and, and won't get on and I'll take what I, I know, you know, my second home is a very nice place to live and, and the Minnesota nice thing does resonate, but you know, I really wanting this family man type of extra niceness to be the president of the of the team. Mm-mm. Yeah, I guess you. you can't even get it out. You can't even get it out. It's that bad. It's 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 not. No, it's not that it's that bad. It's just there's it's a certain right. persona that. They would love Most to have. Most have, and they yeah, he and don't have it. It, it ain't you. Well, you can't. No, 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 no. Listen, listen, listen. It's not a certain persona that most quarterbacks have. I don't look at Lamar Jackson and think what I'm thinking. What I'm trying to say, basically, you want that good old boy, extra pure. Grandma pinches his cheeks, but he's a grown man type of dude and he's so great and he's so amazing that anything great that happens or anything going on over here well it has to be him because he's so perfect no it's not him and when we give him he's had some some good plays and some good throws every once in a while somebody has a great breakout game it's always going to be that but we're giving this to him like he's leading a team like an Aaron Rodgers or a Brett Favre or a Russell Wilson or um, a heck of Tom Brady. Like we're giving him credit for something that he doesn't consistently do. He has a great arm. And if the play that was called happened to work, yay, it works. But overall, it's not consistent. He can't get through primetime games. They're just, the list goes on and on and on. And, no, I wasn't fully confident in him walking into this game. I wasn't at all. Not in the least bit confident at the fact that he could pull the Minnesota Vikings to a win in this game. And I knew that Dalvin Cook wasn't going to be able to do that. So every time they're calling to run the ball, I'm very confused at why Kurt didn't say, they down here smashing his man. What about some, can we get some plays to get Kyle Rudolph open or something of that nature? Can we get B.C. Johnson to get, none of that happened because he's not that dude. He's not that dude. Whatever you tell him to do is exactly what, what he's he going to do. And that Amen. does not always work. No, nah, you got to have somebody so that can cool be, to to be able to go arm. off script. Exactly. You've got to have somebody that can get in there and give everybody a real run for their money mm-hmm. and really play really, really, really good football. Even if you get a loss, I can respect the game that you just played and what and what you just tried to do as opposed to, I know this is not going to work, but I'm going to go in the huddle and call it anyway. It's what I feel like is happening. And I could be wrong, but that's, I mean, when you come out the huddle, it's like, so you really thought you was going to throw that ball to Adam Thielen being covered by Richard Sherman, of which we know why you didn't go to Richard Sherman all night long, but this is going to work. When Adam Thielen (laughs) 
probably wasn't exactly where he was supposed to be to receive the ball in the first place. But we're going to do it because it was called. You know, some some things got to make sense, my man. If I'd rather you have maybe taken the sack than the pick because they're good enough team to convert an interception in the points, and they did, and they were on the run after that. You weren't throwing to that side for a reason. So you magically, deliciously got the tricked rabbit in your ear. You can do it now. That's how that works. <laughs> I imagine she turned delicious into an adverb and Delic- deliciously. Deliciously, right. You magically, deliciously I mean, I turned like... into it. <laughs> Tennessee just had command of the game from the time they got on the field. 
from the very opening of the game, they just I'm watching the uh, little highlights and stuff here now, and you can just tell the difference they walking around on the field, man. It's, they they just they still they they truly believe they could win. They went out there and did it with with with, with just man, just so much finesse and you know confidence, and just to watch Lamar Jackson implode and. He had, you know, he had decent moments, but to not be able to get Baltimore back to, you know, back to the lead of the game after they went down fourteen nothing, and it was they struggled the whole game, and it was horrible. It was it was it was horrible to watch. <laughs> you know, I'm watching right now with Debo, where <laughs> where uh, the running back uh, Derrick Henry just, you know, uh, stiff arm dude twice. Like get off me! Like you ain't got it, man. And, and that's that's pretty much indicative of what they did the entire game. Um, you know, Chandler Hill lost a forty-five yard bomb off of a great, uh, great pattern ran by the wide receiver that you know gave him the extra five yards and the touchdown. It was just it for them. If you were a Tennessee fan, it was a beautiful thing to watch. If you were a Baltimore fan, you were probably cringing like, "What the hell." <laughs> Whereas my team, they didn't, they didn't show up today. I, this is what, 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 here we, and you might have been in the here we go again. Because this is not the first time that Baltimore has gotten to the playoffs and imploded and not, you know, after having a good season. So I don't want to say it's indicative because Lamar Jackson had a great season. Everyone knows that. Everyone can, you know, that's, in the, it's in the record books. You can't do anything, but you got to accept that part. Um, however, they were not able to pull off the win they needed last night to advance to the championship round, and it's, it, it was just bad, man. It's, uh, <laughs> it, it was horrible. <clears throat> Even though they had flashes of moments where they could have, they just could not get it together to really pull off the win, and it's sad to say that. One of the number one, the number one team in that division is sitting at home, going forward, and the Tennessee Titans, you know, put the nail in the coffin. Hey, you said number off. one division, number one team in that division. Try number one team in football. Well, well, you know, though. Well, yeah, they were. <laughs> <laughs> They're not anymore. <laughs> and it's sad, man, because they, you know. I, I can't, you know, I have nothing, nothing but great things to say about Tennessee offensively and defensively. They played, a, they played a great game on both sides of the ball. They had a solid plan to shut down Lamar Jackson. I'm watching him getting sacked right now, and the ball fumbled out. Um, you know, and that's what you do against a quarterback who runs. You make him throw. If you take away his running ability, his run game, you make him throw the ball. You see what type of quarterback he is. All season when teams tried to do that to Lamar Jackson, they decided, okay, we're just going to make him throw. He threw the ball well all season. It yeah, was- but they do. But they but they caught, man, they, they were just ready for it, dude. I'm watching the pick he just got. He just threw. You know? So every time, every time they it looked like they had got their act him. together, <laughs> every they, they time came it looked right like they got their it was like – Defense said no, and but see, as much as we're talking about how bad of a game Lamar Jackson had, the Baltimore defense didn't have a good game either. 
they did. Baltimore's defense. You know, when, when you're sitting here watching people get trucked by, you know, by the running back, man, and granted, he did, you know, he's tall. He's a big back. He's built dude, like Debo. Man, when, when I, I just watched him, you know, step off somebody else and just push him down to the ground. <laughs> and and when, <laughs> when Derrick Henry is out here looking like Tim Tebow with jump passes and everything. Man, look, they had an outstanding game plan. You know, in Baltimore had nothing, no answers for it. Um, even when they attempted, they they just they couldn't pull it off, man. When, you know, when you're a team who has a history of being able to convert on fourth downs the entire season and you only get one, and you're short every time, like the one he ran, I don't even know what it was. They was it was fourth and one, or fourth and inches, rather, and he bounced outside. Kind of like ran outside, then ran back to the middle. I'm like, what are you doing, man? <laughs> How are you running side to side to get some inches? It was just, it, it was all bad. You know, they they definitely imploded. Even you know, even Lamar Jackson said they, you know, they did it to themselves. It was, it was their fault. And you got, and, and then you have to give him to, you know, the credit for that because it was. They did not show up ready to play. Um, it, it was, it was, it, it was in a word, ghastly. <laughs> it was a ghastly defeat, man. Horrible to watch. <clears throat> you know, and now Tennessee is in the AFC Championship, and the Baltimore Ravens have to figure out how they had such a stellar season, but then got here and imploded. How did we? How? How sway? How did they get beat? That's what they're about. Thing. That that game. I'm gonna blame it on the full moon and let it go. Right. <laughs> <laughs> what you basically just said was, see what had happened was they didn't prepare beforehand. I'm gonna blame it on the full moon and let it go. Well, you know what they say, man. Things happen. The moon, the moon controls a lot of stuff. Not just the night light. <laughs> I, I, uh, think, but um, yeah. but, I just think Tennessee played a better game. They're having a better postseason than anybody. And Man, we don't want to tell them that, but I'm not trying to argue with Derek Henry neither. So it just is what it is. They are having a much better uh, postseason than we thought. They're playing disciplined. They're playing consistent. They came in under the radar. Another team um, that we're going to discuss today, because they play today, that was also under the radar, which has proved to the world, "Mm, you might not want to sleep on us, which is how the Vikings should be going back to my squad that lost them. They're at home, and I don't want to hear nothing about nobody from the Saints cracking jokes. On the bike, you 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 you. You can't crack no kind of joke about nothing. You sit down. You sit. Well, you were already at home. You, you were sitting right. down last week. You right. can't say nothing. You, you, you have no you room can't, nothing. You can't be hating from you, outside the club when you can't even get in. I'm just y'all figure out where uh, rap song that came from. I'm just saying. Y'all don't, don't want to hear it. <clears throat> mm. But anywho, um. Yeah, so that's kind of that they they just they're out there playing and mentally 
when people were shocked that the Tennessee Titans were even postseason contenders and they thought that was funny. I don't, I don't think it's funny no more. And nobody nope, else better think it's funny either. So, they're proving that they're, 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 they're sorry, they, you know, fans. they want to contend. Sorry, Raven fans. We were all shocked. Not just you guys. We everybody was was clearly shocked at that outcome. Like I didn't even understand it. Nobody so understood people, that. So many people were ready for um, that to be the game of the the century, the Super Bowl of the century with Lamar Jackson, and he had such a great season that you almost hate that this is how the Ravens who have fought their way back into anything after the last things that Joe Flacco did to them. And this is how they end up. So it, it, it's, it's a little heartbreaking. Sad bit heartbreaking. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, you got next year, guys. So see if y'all can do it again and go all the way through that time. And today we have one more NFC North contender. I don't have to take it out yet. It goes over. We do have one more NFC North contender, and, um, and that is Green Bay. That's a team that I ain't going against today. So what you're talking about? Is you're talking about the Seahawks game, right? You're not talking about the Green Bay game. Well, they playing Green Bay. So you're talking about the Seahawks game, right? Well, I don't know because from what I I, I really can't I, I I don't know if you can call it a Seahawks game. Regardless of how we feel about them in the NFC North, that's that's we got we got one man standing. This the Green Bay is our last man standing. As much as we hate to admit it, they are our last man standing in the in our you know in our conference. Um, as far as the you know the opportunity for it to be a Seattle game today. Um, I can't agree with you there only because Seattle is not quote unquote Seattle at the moment. Um, as we all know, they lost their whole running back core, and even though they brought back Beast, though, you're looking at a man who you know spent pretty much a year or so out of the league, and you're going to say come in here and learn the entire offense or learn these few plays and hope that and help help. <clears throat> Hopefully, that helps you win. That you can't do that. Um, well, see, the thing sure. that I, I I 100% agree with you, you can't count on beast mode, but the one thing that I will say is Pete Carroll said, has said that beast mode was never good at plays. What he was good at is once, he get, once the ball was hiked, he just knew what to do. He was good at being himself. He was good at being beast mode. And with, with that mindset, you're not stressing the plays. You're stressing. Oh, no. Let him go be him. Well, you know, because he's not in a position where he can stress plays. He ain't been there all season. In regards to what his what his past did, the fact is he ain't been there all season. You know, so and that's just to say that when you looked at the you know the ratings of their opportunity to win or even get to the Super Bowl, you know, Seattle has the least opportunity of all the teams playing right now at, at, with a ranking of seventeen percent. You know, so can they go into Green Bay and, you know, and win the day? It's slightly possible, but I'm not giving them the overall odds, even though I don't think that Green Bay is that great of a team either. (laughs) Just just to be honest with you. 
I don't think that I, they haven't done anything this season that's made me be like, oh my god, they're just smashing people because they haven't been. You know, they've been they've been been able to win, and like like we said earlier, that's what it's about. It's not about how pretty the win is, not about how convincing the win is. We've seen a convince a, a team who just you know who had convincing wins all season long lose. You know, and now they're no longer advancing to you know to the championship. So what does that matter? Today is another day in football, y'all. And it's zero to zero, motherfucker. <laughs> That's so, hilarious. No. <laughs> That's, that is definitely is. a hilarious way to think about it. <clears throat> it is zero to zero right now. So, does Seattle have an opportunity to win? They got the same opportunity Green Bay has. It just depends on they who goes step on the they field do. more Welcome. prepared. Who, yeah. Welcome, yeah, they got welcome to, say, to the they got Midwest. The same opportunity. Yeah. Welcome to the Midwest. You know. where, this show, where this show was born, where the um, Green Bay Packers offered people, I believe, twelve dollars an hour this morning to come help shovel snow. Right. Because you are you, you own this team, so come earn, so come you know earn some money. <laughs> and what I love um, about that thing is they have always been uh, two teams that had offered that both. Uh, Pittsburgh and Green Bay, and both teams discovered something. Is they used to pay them via check, but they had to switch to paying via cash because people were keeping those checks as souvenirs, never cashing it. So they had to start paying by cash. I always hmm. love that. Like, look, <laughs> we gonna give you cash because we need to balance these books. They, these people was like, "Yo, man, I got an NFL check." Ching. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to keep this for the rest of my life. Oh, that what? is kind of dope, though. That's like a dope commemorative thing to have. Yeah. Like, I, I would have my $75 check, too. I worked for the NFL one day. <laughs> like, I would have been super safe. Like, I would have kept my check, too. I would have. But... And it's for shoveling snow, and these and the fans do it like that's funny to a lot of other fans and uh, other teams. But no, this is something. This isn't new for the Packers. Like their fans will definitely go out there. They do this. <laughs> their fans definitely do know, this. And, and a lot and of them, get, and, and you got to look at it. For them, it's probably for most people who get that opportunity. How many people can say they actually cleared the field for the game? You know, well, they, so, yeah, they help their team. They feel like they're right. they they, they they're doing their part to help the team. This, you to know, help and that, the and, team. Yep. And it's twelve fifty. I'm I'm knocking it. You know, twelve fifty for the day, free ticket or whatever. But hey, I, I'm if, if you get to do something like that for your team, man, all power to you. You know, you should feel good about yourself. I'm going to say something, and then we're really, really going to talk about this matchup, but I'm going to say this. And this is, uh, being from Chicago and being a Vikings fan, this is going to hurt. But I have to say it. If you have never been to Lambeau Field, whether you like the Packers or not, I encourage you to go because I don't want to have to say this, but I am. (sighs) That is one of the best fan experiences in football that you can have. And so try I have to go. Said with this. Your I want to go. Team is I want to go. To, 
I want to go. I want to go. Keyword is but, want. But if I go, there's going to be a stipulation. It has to be like the first or second game of the season. I cannot I do that Green Bay cold. Because, like, people that claim they, they've been in the cold, that I Green Bay cold, cold, what I understand, that, that Green Bay cold is different than every other type of cold that everybody's ever been in. But I can't say that because I lived in Minnesota. So when I went to the game. No, 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 no. Okay. It's not freezing inside of Lambeau. I know it looks like it should be, but it's not freezing in there. They do have something called heaters. They're not inhumane. Like, even though we like to treat them like that, you have no problem with it. You're not out there in the ice bowl with no, you know. Just all right. you all you got is your clothes, cause that's let's be let's be honest. If you live in the Midwest, I mean, you know that when the winter I, hits, it doesn't matter. Sometimes it, it, it don't is. matter how many socks you got on, what type yeah. of shoes you got on. You can be layered we down. You can have all your down. And the East Coast knows this it, as well. The Upper East right. Coast so, knows the same thing. I mean, thing. I'm not saying that we don't know cold, but there's a difference to knowing cold because anybody that's worked in the Midwest. Uh, have gone to work and and made the journey through the cold. Everybody's heard that that story about their grandparents and their parents. Oh my God! I don't want to hear it no more. Ninety-seven blocks. I used to walk fourteen miles and ninety-seven blocks in the cold to get to my job. You would have died on your way there. Not they right. Everybody heard those stories, but there's a difference. Papa. Yeah, right. There's a difference between. Knowing the cold and staying out in the cold for three hours, and that is what those fans are doing. They're in the cold for three hours. That, that no. is why I understand okay. why those fans pregame. That is why I understand why okay. concessions make the club let, let me, throughout let the me, game. Let me break some. Let me break something down for you that Lambo was smart enough to know that unfortunately. My hometown team wasn't smart enough to know. I've gone to Lambeau twice, and it's been extremely cold both times. It has not not been cold both times, like cold. Um, I also went to Soldier Field when Reggie Bush thought that they were going to the Super Bowl and Bernard Berry and the Chicago Bears was like, oh, no, not this year, um, and kind of, shut him down after he taunted the sidelines with his lovely little touchdown. I was colder in Soldier Field at that game. I had so many packs of hand warmers, foot warmers. I had on a Carhartt jumpsuit with two pair of underwear on, three pair of socks. Uh, I looked like I was going to walk out of there and start jackhammering something. That's how many layers of clothes I had on. And everything was Carhartt. Um, winter gear and, and all of that. So we're talking what 2006 was that? Yeah. I have never been that. It was cold January of 2006. Yeah. I, I have right. never. Was it 2006 or 2007? Game. Was it was January 2006? I believe was it. I, I thought that was the. They went to the Super Bowl in 2006 or 2007. Six, I Regardless. Regardless. It was no, January no, 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 somebody look at it. Whatever it was, it was January in Chicago, and I was colder at that game at Soldier Field than I've ever been either of the two December games that I went to in Lambeau. And, yes, it's cold 
and there is nothing around there whatsoever. Some cows and some really strange hotels and a McDonald's, but that's all you're going to get. There's nothing around there, and I was beyond cold at that one game for the Bears than I've ever been at Lambeau. Okay. And I wouldn't have been at – well, no, I would have been at that game because that was an NFC championship game. But It was an NFC championship game. I was about to say, and I wouldn't have been at that Bears game either, but I would have been at that Bears game. I think, though, if I'm a fan of my team and my team is in an NFC championship game and it's 9 million degrees below zero, I'm going to brave that, the winter of that game differently than if I'm going to a random game on an average Sunday. That's just me. Why wouldn't you go to a Bears game in Lambeau? Like I said, I, I would go in the first or second game. He has season, that maybe bias. The third you, see, you see, he has that bias thing. <laughs> no, it ain't about bias because I'm still going with Bears game. I mean, I literally, the first time I was hanging out with a close friend of mine in Milwaukee for the first few weeks, one time the Bears were playing uh, the Packers. I said, hey, let's try to get the Packers tickets. So we can go on uh, Hub. We can try to get tickets. He said, if we can find tickets, and that's a big if, which I concede that point. Do you realize how far Man. north of Milwaukee Green Bay is? Yes, because I was drove to Minnesota all the time. Yes, I did. <laughs> no, he said that to me. I didn't realize how far north of Milwaukee Green Bay was. I thought it was a one- or two-hour drive. He said, no, nah, dude, that, that, that's a drive. It's a drive. No, we make that drive when we – <laughs> when we make that drive, when we plan for that drive, this is not a random, we just go run to the game situation. I was like, oh, okay. Cool. Uh, so okay. I did not. That's how, that's how they fans are, because, you know, people be coming <laughs> for the Vikings. They all out of South Dakota somewhere. Like, they be from places that I'm like, oh, it's people that make there. that plan. Not, I didn't even know that. But they make that plan, no. though. They make that no, plan? No, no. So they randomly no, bought a ticket have, on Saturday night and decided you to go? You have no idea how many games. So we, 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 we did an Indianapolis game like that. Indianapolis from Chicago, cool. Indianapolis from Minnesota is not. And we still did it. We were like, hey, we mean, all off on Monday. What y'all want to do? Well, I don't know what you want to do. They got these Viking tickets and they play the coach. So if I grab them and y'all just take me back, we gone in the morning, right? And it was already midnight. So we were gone <laughs> right then. <laughs> we had man. We had man. Well, I like you getting straight to let's the let's talk. And let's talk about some football because we will have this debate for a while. Let's, let's talk about some football. I don't believe. I'm I don't believe the Packers. <laughs> We'll win this game. I don't. Michael says different. I, I I believe this game, based on supporting cast on both teams, this is going to come down to Aaron Rodgers versus Russell Wilson. And really? stating the name Aaron Rodgers, stating the name of Aaron Rodgers, normally I would jump on the Aaron Rodgers back bandwagon because it's like, well, it's Aaron Rodgers. He like uh. Has said at one point, has said plenty of times. Aaron Rodgers will throw that, throw that ball to somebody that was in the movie theater two hours ago, and he will make him make that man famous. Uh, 
But I, I don't know if I really said that, that, but okay. Go ahead. <laughs> but back to my point. Russell Wilson, the way he's played this season, if I'm just going Russell Wilson versus Aaron Rodgers this season, I'm more confident in Russell Wilson. I just am. Because okay. I, I am that. not confident in either, uh, one, either, either <laughs> one of their supporting cast at all. So you saying if it comes down to it, you you put your if your choices between putting the game in Russell's hands or in Aaron's hands, you put it in Russell's hands. This season, this particular season, normally I would put it in Aaron Rodgers' hands, but this season, this season alone, I'm choosing Russell Wilson. All right. I can't be mad at you if you choose that, bro. Cannot. Look, I mean, it, 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 what I'm, and we do realize picking that, mm -hmm. picking that, I'm not, I'm not going to sit up here and act like that's an easy pick to do lightly. We have all seen Aaron Rodgers throw Hail Mary uh, for 400 yards and, and drop on a dime right where it's supposed to land. We have seen him carry 14 uh, elephants on his back and say, you're not going to tackle me. It is, he is not just going to give up. I just believe Russell Wilson will win the game. Well, I don't know, man. You know, you let the, you let the game clock run down when you're on the phone and you got the chance, on the one and you got the chance to win. I can't, I can't, I can't say it yet, Chad. <laughs> I got a lot of faith in that. But you know, like you said, today is it's it's, it's you know the, this part of the season, everybody. It is always you know zero zero. You know, unless you the team that come in right now, each team is one you know one and zero. You want to call it that way because Green Bay is playing. Well, not Green Bay playing Seattle playing. So, but against each other right now, it's 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 even, and it's about who steps on the field. Today with the best game plan, and how they execute their plan, that plan, and then from that standpoint, how they make adjustments. Um, as we saw yesterday, if you don't make adjustments, your butt will be sent home. Mm -hmm. You know, it ain't no, ain't no tomorrow, ain't none of that. You know, it's over. So, when if if you're looking at the opportunity for Green Bay to win today, they got. Just based off of the season and some of their wins and, and just some of their play, I like I said, I haven't been impressed with them uh, the entire season. I I can admit that it's not because I'm not a fan. It's just because it's, it just it just hasn't looked stellar to me. Like you've seen it, you know they've eat out wins. They haven't really destroyed people. Um, okay, so I'm not. I'm, if, if you if now this is um, here, I am playing devil's advocate. I can't let you have that if you wouldn't let Renard have that in his theory as to why certain teams shouldn't even be as far as they are right now in the postseason. You don't have to look stellar. Mm -hmm. You have to win. You don't. And if they're finding ways to win, then there's nothing right. that can be said because whatever they're doing, they have been able to they capitalize. Win. And get to this far into the postseason where they had it entire by. I don't sleep on Aaron Rodgers, but however a team, whatever they do to win, and that W goes in that record book, whether I think they earned it or not, they figured it out. 
It's there, right? Or the football guys you know. liked him that day. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it is the same. Like I said, that's why I say it's pretty much even. It's, it's anybody's game today. They, you know, you can pick who you want to pick and, and hope that you're right, but it's really either one of their games. Um, Seattle hasn't had a bad season. Um, they're, they're 11 and 5, and Green Bay 13 and 3. That's two game difference. Um, so I agree with you, and that's like it's that Russell has a good he has an opportunity, man. But I don't, you know, I'm just looking at I can't call it, I don't really want to call it today. So well, you to me, me with the same, yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't want to have to do this. My, my issue is. I am not a Packers fan, nor will I ever be a Packers fan unless I lose my memory or, like, get trapped in something like 51st dates or, like, and if y'all ever see that happen, you you go find somebody and you start buying scopes, like, play the Viking fight song for me or something and bring me back. <laughs> but, um... No, if, I, if that happens, I'm bringing you, I'm bringing you back to the Chicago side. I'm not, I'm not giving you back to the Vikings. Don't kill me, bro. Just, like, help me get back to where I was. Like, don't. Damn. Don't. Don't. In my life. Got amnesia. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> overall, I, it is, for me, also a toss-up. And the reason that it's a toss-up is I hate games like this that have an Aaron Rodgers in them because Aaron Rodgers has done things that even he laughs on the field and that's got to be insulting where he's laughing like I don't even know how to do about this like he's laughing <laughs> like I just threw the ball mm-hmm. like he knows that somebody shouldn't have caught it but he doesn't doubt his accuracy he doesn't doubt his ability and he comes out ready to play every single time. And you almost want a Nancy Kerrigan to do, but you can't because he's really honestly that good. And if you can take yeah. a subpar, because compared to the receiving core that he's had in the past, if you can take what he has now and create something with that, that's a whole entire miracle. Every year, he is basically lately getting a, a, a new core, and a, a receiving core, and a running back core, and they're not as they're not what he, they're not Jordan Nelsons, and, and they're not Randall Cobb's, and you know the defense is different. The O line has never even really been there, and yet he is one of the most extraordinary quarterbacks in the league, not just because of his arm, but he's one of the best quarterbacks in the league because of how he can execute a game, his his clock management, his his awareness of where his players are, his confidence, his discipline, even if they lose, he knows how to even bring his team back around to not even be frazzled by okay they up by one or two touchdowns. So what? Game ain't over. That clock said we got seven minutes. So that's that many more chances to win this game. And when you can get your team to rally around you like that, 
and sort of change their mental game plan and their chemistry, that's awesome. And we're watching him do it under a new coach. People were very nervous when Mike McCarthy mm-hmm. was gone. And, and what that going to make a big difference. Right. And, and look. They still, they still contender. And he's got not only, you know, they both, both teams have postseason experience. Both teams have won Super Bowls within this millennium. So it's just going, it, it will be like when I said, a battle of the quarterbacks. Um, I do believe Seattle's defense is better. But Aaron Rodgers is so used to be being planted on the turf that that means nothing to him. He's going to come out, and he's going to burn you. Yeah, that, and he's got I, some that, pretty I, good weapons. Yeah, I definitely believe it's going to be a good game. It's not going to be a cakewalk for either of them. Um, at least I hope not. I hope it ain't like yesterday, dude. <laughs> I, I want to see a good game. Um, but like I said before, also, I don't really have a pick um, as to who who I prefer to win. Um but I do believe that with everything that you said about Aaron Rodgers, you know, you can say equally about, um, you know, about Russell to, to, I cannot to an extent. say that equally about Russell because when has Russell had a banged up receiving core and, and, and ground crew yeah. that nobody knew their name that he was able to still capitalize on and have a win? Yeah, season. you got a point. You have a point there. That was the year he took all the nobodies. They was grabbing people from the park lot shit. <laughs> they bought James Jones back out of That was the year they like, brought James. Yeah, that was the year James Jones popped in. So, yeah. I and mean, he yeah, balled. You know, yeah, he does. And you do have, I mean, the one thing about you can say, and I, I, I Oh, wait a, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I, I'm not going to give you that one. The reason I'm not going to give you that one, granted Aaron Rodgers has had banged up crews and then they bring someone in, but Russell Wilson hasn't played with a great receiver yet in his career. Well, some of them would. Oh, I would set the cows in the show. I dare them. I really believe some of those players have gone on to other teams and uh, and people talk about, yeah, y'all didn't think that great of me. No, because you weren't that great. Now they have, okay, they have but, been, but they, they've been serviceable. You don't think, there's they, a difference in you don't think they're that great and you think they're serviceable. So Jordy Nelson is hurt for half a season. So we just went and got like Bucky Johnson. Who was at home coaching? Who never played but at down least, at in least, the NFL? At least Aaron Rodgers has had a Jordy Nelson and a Randall Cobb. But look at the drop off. You say the same and thing. And they were still getting and NFC you, North titles. Look at the drop off. Jordy Nelson and Bucky Johnson. Like, come on, man. But at Russell least, never even had Bucky. At least not, not, Russell didn't have not, Bucky. Ha- but but that, that, that's but that, all but, bad. Well, but but you know what Russell got to do? Play a whole season with a not as good as Bucky. You went from a Jordy Nelson to somebody who was at home helping his wife tend to flowers, and now he's in a game. And they this could be the game to win the NFC North title, and this dude just explodes like that's major. That's major. Then I'm a player. Well, right now, Aaron. 
Aaron Rodgers has played two seasons with subpar receivers. Mm-hmm. Two seasons. So with, know, with yeah, not yeah, the you, greatest receiver you, you at all, you, but when you when but, you learn that about see, the receiver, you, you all know what you all are doing. What, what you all are doing is you're ignoring the stipulation I placed on the Russell thing. I said if we're going on this season only, because if we're going on career, I might choose Aaron Rodgers. We're going on this season only. Is why I'm picking. I up. didn't even hear that but stipulation. Go, what did yeah, that stipulate? Said, was it subliminal? On this season, no, oh, the whole team. He said it. The whole team is banged up. The whole it. team I came sure up against Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers would play with a boot arm and a sling and a boot arm. If I'm picking careers, okay. He said with his arm and a sling and a boot arm. <laughs> I said it. I mean, we. I mean, being a Bears fan, I witnessed last season, not even this season. Last season, the Bears were up twenty-three to like seven, and Aaron Rodgers got injured in the game and was never right the rest of the season. But he said, "I'm not going to lose to the Bears." He came back and brought them back. So I know Aaron Rodgers has the ability. I am not saying that he doesn't have the ability. I said if I'm picking. Based on this season and this season alone, I'm going with Russell. If I'm going on career, I would be stupid to say otherwise. Um, Russell, I'm going to be otherwise Russell today. Should have, Russell should I'm have two rings, and it is his own fault that he doesn't. Well, I won't say his own fault, but a combination of his fault and the fact that they called him a pass play when they should have given it to Marshawn Lynch on the one-yard line. But Russell should have two rings. I'm not going to say that he's, he, his career overall is better or worse than Aaron Rodgers. I'm going on career, I'd pick Aaron Rodgers for today. If I'm going on this season, I'm picking Russell. Russell has All been right. great this season. So, so, what are, so, so, so that I can go ahead and get them out. Um. What do you guys pick? Well, I know you're going with Russ, right? I'm on the fence. I'm just observing this round. (laughs) Observing. Wow. Observing. (laughs) That's the wild. Yeah, I can't pick in this one. Now, the game is coming up. Okay. The first right, game today. The first game. The first game for today. I would normally going into the game, I would have picked the Chiefs over the Texans without blinking. But the way Deshaun Watson mm. has been playing, oh my gosh, this is going to be a battle. Some folks have cracked the joke and called this the the Ryan Pace Bowl because these are the two quarterbacks that Ryan Pace <laughs> could have picked instead of instead of instead of Trubisky. <laughs> Yes, I've heard that on a couple of different shows. I thought it was funny. I don't want to go down that rabbit hole because I'm okay with the picking of Trubisky. I just didn't like that he traded up for him. That's a whole different debate. We're not going to go down on that rabbit hole. But going into this game or going into this 
going into this uh, offseason, I would have picked the Chiefs over the Texans and would have been, wouldn't have batted an eye. Deshaun Watson is playing like a man child. He is not going to give up. Deshaun Watson is doing what we just described about Aaron Rodgers. He's not doing with his arm. He said, forget this. If they ain't nobody going to catch the ball, I'm going to run it in. And I'm running, I'm acting like my name is Derrick Henry. And I'm running over folks. Um, and if the referees want to accidentally give me a touchdown when I didn't, like I did last week, I'm going to take it. Uh, and he is out there, says, if Will Fuller's not 100%, cool, we're going to make it work. The Texans are, I believe the Texans are going to lose, but I don't believe that this is going to be a blowout. I believe this is going to be a close game, and if the Texans found a way to win the game, I would not be surprised. I think this is going to be a game, a game game. Well, I'm, I'm kind of hoping that it, it, it's, it works out better um, than yesterday. You know, at least uh, there'll be some fight <laughs> on both sides to make it mm. interesting. Um, but, yeah, I do agree that, you know, the Texans have put themselves in a very good position to be contenders. Um, I, I, however, I like Kansas City's uh, options. Uh, slightly better. Uh, Patrick Mahomes has done a great job with his team this year, being the quarterback and just um, having a phenomenal year. Uh, and they just really, when you look at it, you know, like I said the last series, it's you know, it's it's up for anybody's game today. Today ain't even about the about about the season. You know, today is about today. Um, but does it does when you look at the chances they have to beat each other their last meeting, the Texas won seventeen to ten and that was last year. So not you know, all things being equal, uh Washington's is coming on at the right at the right time, man. What can you say? He's had his it, it, the the way you look at teams when they when they hit the playoff you know, part of the season is how they start those last four to five games of the season, right? So once that pattern starts kicking in and, and they start getting into that groove approaching this part of, part of the year, that's when you really see what teams are made of. Now, not taking nothing away from Kansas City because they've been stellar all year, but you cannot take anything away from Texas, from the Houston either. You can't. You know, just like you couldn't take anything away from Tennessee yesterday when they mildly walked all over Baltimore, which I hope we don't see today. So what I don't want to see is like a couple number one seed teams getting you know dethroned by the <laughs> by the contender. That just it makes great football, it makes great great history. But it's just like you look at the number one team, like he was number one, man. What happened? And it makes it's, it almost feels like a fluke to a degree. Um, but who would I like to see win? Because I'm not a huge fan of either team, uh, other than maybe specific players. Uh, I would really like to see if Kansas City could pull it off, man. I think that would be 
that to me would be a more exciting challenge for either Green Bay or Seattle. Uh, then, then I'm sorry for uh, Tennessee, right? That's what they would play. Let me look at this bracket. You know, I think that would be just more exciting than than anything else. Not not taking anything away from Houston. I just don't know enough about them to, you know, be like, yeah, that I think that they're going to win or to really make a conscious and substantial bid for them to, you know, bid to win. I don't know enough. And I can say that, honestly. But it's going to be interesting for all of those fans who are of those teams. And it's going to be, uh, I think it's going to be, hopefully it'll be a great game. I, that 10 to that 10, the, look, I hate low-scoring games, man, because low-scoring games honestly mean there's great defense going on. These One or two things. I you got great defense going on. Games. Either, either you got great going, you got great defense going on on both sides of the ball. Or well, or yeah, terrible yeah, offense. Well, you got terrible <laughs> offense, and, and see, and far too often, as much as great uh, great defense is taking place, when you have uh, low scoring games, usually what has happened is yes, good defense has stepped in, but like mm-hmm. Cass said, it is usually accompanied with horrible offense. Horrible offense. Horrible. Man, horrible that's what offense. I think. That's what I really don't. And that's what I don't want to see. You know, uh, I don't mind. I mean, I don't mind a defensive battle, but don't bring in a defensive battle when you and just make the conscious decision. We don't care if we got good offense either. Yeah, you know, it's because you got to make it interesting. You know, not just for everybody knows football is like chess. You know, with with eleven people on the field, because uh, the idea is to outthink the opponent. You know, and if you're not, if your game's not all all cylinders, man, it can just really make for a bad observation piece. <laughs> yeah. So we saw yesterday. I'm telling you, it can just make so for a really bad thinking? observation piece. So what are you guys So who's so so who's who's rolling with who? So who's rolling with um Kansas City? I'm gonna roll with Kansas. City. I'm rolling with Kansas City because I believe they have a better team. I just won't put it past the Texans from pulling the rabbit out the hat. Yeah, you know, upsets um in the air, as we see. <laughs> it's smelling real upsetty lately. <laughs> and, well, you know, that's how both, yeah, yeah, that's, this will be week two of upsets. You realize that, I'm right? I'm just saying, yeah. The yeah. only, the only non-upset so far was most most of the world did not think the Vikings were going to beat the 49ers. They just didn't think the Vikings would lose like that. But nobody saw this happening with Tennessee. Nobody saw the Vikings beating the Saints. Nobody even saw everybody pretty much when um, Houston was sitting on a goose egg for, like, most of the game last week. Everybody was pretty much like, oh, this is over. Mm, no. Not at all. So I am undecided. I Nobody like Kansas City. I am this a... coming out like this. Nobody <laughs> saw these games. I um, I'm up Nobody in the air because this. I would like to see Houston win, 
But I am a – I like Kansas City. Yeah, I know. I like Travis Kelsey. I like I like Mahomes. I, I like Kansas City. I love, you know, definitely love the coach. But for some reason, I would just be oogled and joy. Like, it would just tickle me pink to see the Texans win <laughs> I don't know why, just to see Deshaun Johnson win. I just, I don't know why I feel like they got a little more fight in them. And I don't know if it's because they are the underdog, which they definitely are. Um, Going into this game, definitely the favorite is heavy for Kansas City. Mm-hmm. But I just feel like they're they're heavily underestimated just like they were last week. So this gives them an opportunity to just go full speed ahead and, and, and grab the W in, in an upset. Like it would not shock me. So I Maybe am honestly undecided. I wouldn't be shocked either way, you know, uh, regardless of as far as who wins, because both teams have done a you know very good job of getting to where they need. They're playing at a great level right now. They're playing together. Um, so I wouldn't I be shocked if, like if if Houston came in with. and was right. I would be shocked if they just came in and was like, yeah, okay, whatever. We don't care. I wouldn't. I, I, I would really not be like shocked. The, the, the Texans right now are relentless because what do they have to lose? Right, and that's they the thing. have everything to gain. To gain, right? And you know, so and now, now, they're going to play, and and I love their discipline and their chemistry this year. This is something that I would love to see my squad get to. When you don't let one or two plays, and this is something that I like about Aaron Rodgers, you don't let one or two plays or one or you know take you out of the game. Take you out the game, right? And unfortunately. That's what's happened in my squad's case. You can't you 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 gotta go and you gotta play ball. And we saw that Texas was sitting the the Texans were sitting on a zero like Bernard and I went to watch that game and we like tried to leave three times and it wasn't gonna happen. It was not game over and I love teams that play to the final second, which is why, I mean, to, the, to, to all of the numbers on all of the clocks say zero. There's no resetting a clock, game clock, there's nothing. It's over. And I've seen Aaron Rodgers throw so many walk-off touchdowns, like, you got that eye. We in the locker room. Coming in and interview us. Like, it's crazy. So I watched the Texans like, yes, all right, so it won't happen in regulation, no problem. And we're still in it. I love stuff like that. I like competition and competitiveness. I, I yeah. love that. I I want. I don't want to. Whatever happens yesterday, I know it was the full moon. I keep saying that, but would. But no, look, it was a new moon. Like you know, yesterday was a. I'm not going to say a fluke of Baltimore. They had a bad day. Uh, they but did have a bad day. They, you it was know, a bad they had time a bad, to have day. A bad day. 
Uh, it was a horrible time to have a bad day. <laughs> um, you know, but they but they didn't play great. They played okay. It's not enough to win, obviously. So with that, you know, like today, I personally just want to see the games go to the end, dude. You know, all the way to the end, both all four teams fighting for it. And, you know, may the best team win. I'm not getting paid for it to, you know, be there, so I really don't care. But at the same time, that's all I really want to see is just some good games. You know, good hard effort from both teams, you know, all the teams playing, um, you know, and just really some great coaching, some great play calling, something indicative of, you know, worthy of us all sitting here putting our time and effort into it and, you know, just just culminating in a great sporting event. That would be the bomb. I don't care who it is, whether it be Houston, you know, or Kansas City or Green Bay over uh, Seattle. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, that's really that's really where I am with it. Uh, you know, we can go back and forth over who's going to throw the most passes, or you know, a lot of offense should need to play. And those are all things that we that we know, you know, as part of the game, you know. But for me, I just really want to see some exciting. I want something worthy of my time today because yesterday was not really worthy of my time. <laughs> well, you no, know. yesterday was very. It was yeah, very knowledgeable for me. Really, but, you know, I take that back. Yeah. So, uh, so we, so we, so we got our, we, we, we got our picks in. So before we unless go, unless you were, unless you were a fan of the Niners or the Titans. Those were not good games. Right. They they were They just were That's what I'm saying. That, 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 but that, right, that's before before about. we before we run away with anything, Renard, would you like to tell everybody where they can find us? They can find us wherever <laughs> your podcasts are played. And I personally use the Apple Podcast app and way to find us on the Apple Podcast app. Just simply put in a search for Football Fan Rush Radio. You can also find us on the social media outlets on Facebook.com slash Football Fan Rush Radio. You can check us out on Twitter at Football Fan Rush. And then never forget, we play this through the Blog Talk Radio Network, so you can go to blogtalkradio.com slash Football Fan Rush Radio. All righty, and with that being said, we got our picks up to so follow us on Twitter at Football Fan Rush. You'll see who we've picked for today's matchups. Then tell us if you agree. If you don't agree, you can tell us why, why not. Uh, so the link's up there. She tweets back. Check us out. It'll bring up the podcast. Now, I do want to say this before the show ends. We have to put this out there. I don't know if this is a congratulations or not congratulations, whatever you want to call it. The uh, Dallas Cowboys, who seem to think they're America's team, for some reason. But them boys that's at home have a new coach. It is the former Green Bay Packers coach, Mike McCarthy. So with that being said, anytime there is a coaching change, you never know if it is for better or for worse. But what I'm going to go ahead and do here is this. I'm going to cheer, and the reason that I'm cheering is because gone a long time ago. Yeah, he, he should have. I don't. I don't know what the holes on to Jason Garrett for so long was about, but this is a much better move. Also, we know that Mike McCarthy is great at utilizing all of his weapons and building 
around the playmaker. So this gives them a chance to get a contract on Zach Prescott um, earlier when we were talking prior to the show. Even Renard feels that they may even franchise Dak Prescott. We'll have to see, but I really think they're going to build a monster team and end up in quite a few postseasons like they've been wishing and hoping and clicking their heels to do for oh so many years. So we'll see how that goes. Carolina Panthers also have a new head coach, and I want to know what you guys think about that. But we're going to, you know, I won't be biased. Ron Rivera is out of there. He has taken the team as far as it could go. So there are a lot of things that I'm expecting to see changes with. The QB position, um, they're definitely going to have to get another tight end in there, a little younger, a little healthier. I think they're going to get some great picks in free agency. I think they're going to do pretty good in um, a few later rounds of the draft from what I'm starting to see come through in early mock drafts. What do you guys think about the new head coach for the Carolina Panthers in the last 60 seconds that we have. I'm going to tell you what I think about the new head coach. I don't even know who he is. So, please enlighten me. Oh, well. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> All righty, then. Um, uh, please enlighten me. Who is the hey, new head coach? Would you like to know his name? I don't like you know, know who that he is yet. Okay, nope. so his name is Matt Rule. <laughs> okay, I know who Matt Rule is. All right. All right. I know who Matt Rule is. I think <laughs> like, they, I, all right. He was like, who is the coach? <laughs> that's, yeah, I think Matt that's an excellent pick. I think that's that an excellent pick. All right. Everywhere Matt Rule has been, he has made the team much that, better. Yeah. That first season with the team might not be so great, but that second season with the team, it's, a, it's on an uptick for real. Okay, so they were were the ones that were smart enough to pick him, pick up Matt Rule. Oh, okay. That's a good pick. Uh, He went from Temple to to Baylor and now to the Carolina Panthers. Okay, not bad. Baylor, he killed. He he killed it, Baylor. So that was a great pickup. A couple people are questioning his lack of NFL experience. Of course, when a lot of people come into the game, they lack this. Jimmy Johnson had no NFL experience. Nobody, nobody. Jimmy Johnson had no NFL experience. No coach, Hall of Fame. Barry Switzer, no NFL experience when they first started out. Yeah, Barry Switzer. Everybody starts somewhere. Not every, not everybody got to be a part of that Tony Dungy crew of that kick out some monsters. Oh my goodness, y'all had to be happy if you were working in Tampa Bay in the late nineties, but. Other than that, um, congratulations to both teams. We've got a few other teams that need some coaches, and my favorite team needs an OC. It might need a coach, too. Definitely needs an OC. I'm just going to throw that out there. Just a boop. You know, I don't know if you're busy, Pat Shermer, and you feel like coming back, or you know anybody else that has much better play calling ability. The Bears Bears (laughs) fired their OC. But the Bears OC was only OC in name because uh, Nagy, Nagy was is still calling the plays. Play. Nagy was calling right. the plays, yeah. Man, he, and he the Bears need OC. The Bears need an OC yeah, and let Nagy, Nagy be the head coach and let the OC call the plays. Dang. That's how you got your job because Andy Reid eventually let you call the plays eventually. But you don't need uh, to be calling the plays. I like Andy Reid. I do like Andy Reid. Andy Reid is so Andy Reid finally tapped out and said, okay, I'm doing too much. I'm going to let Nagy call these plays. 
I want Nate to do the same he, thing. He he had to pass out. He ended up in the hospital. So he had to let some of the responsibility go and it, it worked out for him. I don't know where Stefanski's gonna I'm go not saying as that. long as it's not back on the Minnesota Vikings sideline. I'm cool. Maybe Matt Rule can use him. Maybe. Matt Rule, you want him? You can have him. <laughs> you try to give him away. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I like that uh, Washington picked up. Washington didn't go with the splashy pick, in my opinion. They picked. They went with a stable pick, and I like that they went with the stable pick and brought back Ron Rivera. Uh, he wasn't. He wasn't on the. Uh, he wasn't without a job for a long time at all. Ron Rivera is now the new head coach of Washington. Now, what do you all think of uh, the New York Giants' new head coach? I got to watch the New York Giants play. Like, between the Giants and the Jets, <laughs> I don't. You, you, I mean, names I mean, all that you can say you about the see. New York Giants head coach is he used to work for, he used to work for uh, Belichick. That's all you can say. Look, man, names don't really mean much. You really don't. You don't know what uh, unless there's a coach in the game who's you know definitely had a history, and you've seen that. It doesn't really mean much for you know somebody coming in who don't know anything about it today to to you see what the team looks like on the field. Oh wow! And that's okay. So <clears> let me <throat> let me just pull it now. Now I'm pissed. Okay. Yeah. All right. So. I have to do. We don't have a drum roll set up. As if we did. Okay, wow. I am very upset about yesterday's game now because as of 62 minutes ago, Kevin Stefanski is the head coach of the Browns. So was you just doing some hot malarkey yesterday because you already knew you were going? <laughs> wow! Wow! I, you know what? Wait, wait! I and I just, I just went across that on NFL. dot com. Like right before you said it, Cleveland wow. has picked up the sloppy seconds of uh of the Vikings. They picked up. Now, you, you know what? Him, you wanted him. You wanted him gone. You wanted him gone. He's gone. What is but In order to be signed today, this was already put in place and orchestrated. And I'm not saying that people don't have the right to go do what they do, but we weren't done playing football. Right. Oh, shit, damn. That was quick. They just finished yesterday. So did it even – right. So did, so did it even matter? Did you even care mm. what you were calling? Did it matter? Mm. That means that he was officially signed. He just couldn't sign until the game was over with. Right. That's what I'm saying. So why do you care if right. you win or lose? You're on your way out the door. It brings a lot of questions. Let me look at the see if we play them next year because we're going in there with, like, bones, eggs, and mollywops. Like and mollywop. What does wow. a mollywop look like? What does a mollywop look like? We go. You gonna keep going in the there Vikings with bronze the and eggs and mollywop? Let the Vikings play the Browns, and you will see. 
<laughs> Brooms and so, eggs and Molly Wops. That's a new one. That's ridiculous. Okay. So with that being said, is there anything else we need to cover? Thank you, Antonio Brown, for not saying anything this week so that we have to talk oh, about week. it. Oh, we made it a whole oh, week without yeah. saying his name. Why you say his name? Why you say his name? That's the name that you're we have to. We have to. Hey, we gotta say it. We give thanks. But no, top, Antonio Brown's name is go, just like go, Baltimore. Let it go. Let it go. Listen. His name Zadavian is just like Baltimore. What do y'all? Come on, stop talking about him. Zadavian Clowney. What do y'all think? Fine, not fine. Was he? Did he mean what he did? Did he not mean what he did? What y'all think? That was a football play. That's what I thought it was. I'm just saying, you can't call every everything can't be, you know. And the, moment it, the moment it looks physical out there, they're worried about it being like, we heard it feeling too much. It was a football play. Hey, man. I thought the same thing. And yesterday, Renard had the pleasure of saying something that my better has said all the time. In a minute, in about a year or two, this is going to be the flag football league. Yeah, because who's going to be, you know, you can't touch nobody, you can't hit nobody. Um... And you know we are. Just, it's always been a dangerous game. That's no. That's nothing new. It has always it is been a dangerous game. It's always been a well, physical game. There's always been big chances of you know injury and things like that. That's just that's the history of the game. And I understand if they want to go through, you know, what they can to make it quote unquote safe. You know, but how safe can you make a game where people are running into each other <laughs> on purpose? <laughs> I'm just saying. <clears throat> but the rugby people seem to do it without helmets and all the stuff that we got that we use, and they stay a lot more physical. So, hey, I don't know. All right. We shall see. Well, I think we have come to the end of our lovely broadcast. Does anyone have anything else to say? I can we wrap this up and go into meditation yes. mode for the first game yes. to begin in just over an hour? Let's wrap it up and go on with our day. I got three things. Oh, well, I got to get done. Uh, he like that. Oh, okay. <laughs> Thank you all for hanging out with us today. We appreciate it. Go ahead and make sure you enjoy the playoffs, even if your team is not in the you know playoffs, which some of ours aren't. Doesn't um, <clears throat> mean you shouldn't go ahead and watch and enjoy the festivities of creating your own little you know trailer park there at home and have fun, eat food, kick back a beer if you know smoke and you're in a state where it's legal. Hey, it's recreational. You can smoke in your crib. Go ahead, do your please, thing. Get please just only it. smoke in your crib, okay? Only, please, only in your crib. Do not, Don't go out. Please do not go outside and, and um, drive. You, you and should, do this, please. You know, you, you Chicago people. Um, you know, I live in. Oh, uh, I've seen too many people get arrested <clears throat> on the train so, so because me, they don't care anymore. Right. So let me so let me explain something to you. Recreational does not mean you can smoke where the hell you want. Recreational uh, simply you means can't drink that you, you can want. go. Just like you can't drink where you want. Just like you can't write. Now, 
if you don't have, you know, a facility there where you can smoke inside, that you know, that's like a restaurant or something, sit your ass at home. Don't smoke in your car and get your butt on the street and drive because they're going to get you for a DUI. That's, they want to get you for a DUI. So don't do it. Be smart about it. Don't, you know, don't be... Don't be an asshole for the sake of being an asshole. Because you don't And I have rules, no tolerance you know. at this point and for the rest of my life. Not that I ever had a tolerance for DUI, but at this point, there's uh, there's not. You know, because it's right. There's no reason there's for you none. to be out here to be unsafe, mm-hmm. you know, when you can wait till you there's get home. None. Don't be so doggone impatient. Wait till you get home. If you cannot wait my till you get home and you got to drive, you know, get your... Get your behind in a dog on Uber or get a lift or call a taxi or call a sober friend to come pick your butt up. My entire life will now always be different because a person thought that they could handle being intoxicated and being behind the wheel. No, so let's be and smart. I had multiple DUIs anyway, so recreational yeah, just means be... you have the ability to purchase it and have it, but That's it does all. not mean that you should be driving or out in the open and indulging. You know, exactly. Gotta you know, be so, so y'all have part, you know, smoke out at home, fine, do that. Don't be outside on your back porch. If you have a high fence yard, you can do that, but you cannot be seen. I don't even live there, and I know y'all are. Because I got family. So, <laughs> so y'all mm-hmm. be smart. Have fun today. Hope your favorite team is playing and that they do win. If they're not, then, you know, just enjoy it for the sake of being a fan. And we're going to get out of here because I got stuff to do today. All right, hit I'm the music, Mike. Hit the music. And bye-bye. Yeah. Bernard. And Later, music. y'all.